You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I am being continuously cleansed. It's the title of this devotion. I believe in this with all my heart. You see, in the Old Testament, the kidneys were sacrificed separately from everything else. And all these old sacrifices that were brought in the days of the law, in the days of the temple worship, were symbols of what God worked in our nature. In, I think it's Jeremiah 15, Jeremiah would say, let me go ahead and just quickly look that up for you. I think it's chapter 15, it might be chapter 12. No, it's chapter 12. In verse 2, he says, you've planted them. Yes, they've taken root. They grow. Yes, they bear fruit. You are near their mouth, but far from their mind. And the word mind here is the word kidneys. Because you see, in the Old Testament, God showed that our inclination, our motivation comes from our kidneys, where the dialysis takes place, where our blood is being purified. The kidneys are phenomenal. You have two kidneys and they work full time. And you know that they are working because out of your kidneys comes the waste through liquid into your bladder and then you remove that out of your body. And we know that that is how the kidneys are constantly removing the impurities, constantly removing the impurities. I mean, continuously, your blood's being cleansed. And God gave this way to show us how we can stay in oneness with Him, how we can stay in communion with Him, how we can stay in unbroken fellowship with Him by being continuously cleansed. When I was, oh, four years old, I would guess, maybe three or four, we lived in a house in a place called Forberg, which is a suburb town of the city of Den Haag in the Netherlands. It's still there, Forborg, a lovely little, little village, a town. And we lived there. The house where we lived is gone because they have a big motorway there now. But the house in which we lived had a big field behind it. And we were just as little boys playing in those fields and playing in the mud and playing in the little creeks and everything and come home so dirty. And our mama, and this is in the early 60s, 1963, 1964, she would have a little bucket in the kitchen with some warm water in it that she had boiled on the stove. And we would have to st stand in there and she'd pour it over us and scrub us with soap and, and make us clean, my brother and I. I have a brother who's a year older than me. <coughs> His name's David, I love him deeply. And. Uh, and she would wash us. And I would be crying my head off, trying to convince her I didn't need any washing. I wasn't dirty, even though the water was brown with dirt. <laughs> it's funny how we don't feel so dirty when we're dirty, 
but the more clean we become, the more we notice when something isn't clean. You see, to the clean, all things are clean, but to the defiled, they become more defiled, the scripture says. And here, I believe that the only way to stay clean is by being continuously cleansed. And there's these different scriptures. It says in Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 in the Living Bible, the Holy Spirit is at work in you. Again, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 in the Living Bible. The Holy Spirit is at work in you, cleansing you with the blood of Jesus, making you well-pleasing to God, liberating you from the continual agitation, moral agitations and conflicts in the human flesh. Oh, I'm just so grateful for these paraphrases that help me catch what the scripture is saying because it says we are made right by the sprinkling. And, and, and so he uses, Peter uses Old Testament language that to show what the Holy Spirit is at working. And for anybody who understood that, that they were sprinkled with the water, with hyssop and with the blood as the covenant promised that they were made clean before God through their humbling themselves before him. In Hebrews chapter 10, <clears throat> starting at verse 10, and in accordance with this will of God, we have been made holy, consecrated, sanctified through the offering made once and for all of the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Furthermore, Every human priest stands at the altar of service, ministering daily, offering the same sacrifices over and over, which never are able to strip from every side of us the sins that envelop us and take them away. Whereas this one Christ, after he had offered a single sacrifice for our sins that shall avail for all time, sat down at the right hand of God. Then to wait until his enemies should be made a stool beneath his feet, for by a single offering he has forever completely cleansed and perfected those who are consecrated and made holy, and the Holy Spirit testifies of this and so forth. By one sacrifice of himself he has forever completely cleansed and, and made holy. Again, he has forever completely cleansed. I love that thinking. And perfected those whom he has consecrated and made holy. Perfected means brought into perfect oneness of spirit, soul, and body with the Father. Those who are now brought in reconciliation, made holy, made one with him. There's none holy but the Lord. There's no, it's not possible to be holy without being one with him because there's none holy but he. And Peter says in 1 Peter, be holy, verse 23 of chapter 1, I think it is, as I am holy. So come on, dear friends. You see, the Bible teaches us in Titus chapter 3, verse 7, when the kindness and the love of God our Savior appeared unto us, 
Not by any work of righteousness we have done, but by His mercy He saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit whom He pours out abundantly through the Lord Jesus Christ, having justified us freely by His grace and so forth. It says we are saved by the washing of being made new inwardly through the Holy Spirit. You see, the only way to live clean and live holy is by being continuously washed, the title of this devotion. I'm continuously washed. My kidneys are continuously cleansing my blood. I am being continuously washed in the precious blood of Jesus. Oh, how I believe in this and how this helps me to now live by faith in His continue cleansing me with His blood through the power of the Holy Spirit, making me holy, acceptable, and well-pleasing to the Father. And the more that you live in this holiness, the more that you cannot bear to be defiled, the more that you can't bear to be touched with anything unclean or unholy, the more you shun from it, the more you shy away from it. Anybody who has dirty outfits on will not shy away from a bit of mud. But anybody who has brilliant, white, clean clothes will shy away from the slightest little spot. And you could see that we are kept holy by being holy. Oh, how wonderful it is to live holy. I love God's holiness. The Bible calls it the beauty of His holiness. I love being holy. I love having no thought against myself or against any man. I love living in that rest of total acceptance and well-pleasing joy in His presence. I love feeling the nature and character of Jesus perfecting in me His love, His kindness, His goodness, His gentleness, His forbearance, His long-suffering, His goodness. Oh, I love the gentle kindness of His Spirit. I, I, I just can't live without it. I love it day and night. <clears throat> you know, I, I always get up to pray in the morning early. The Bible talks about rising early, rising early. Google those words and you'll see how many of scriptures talks about rising early. And Jesus rose early uh, to pray and commune with the Father. And, and so that's been in me for a long time and I get up early. And the Holy Spirit is there. He's ready. He's ready. You know, and I could feel His Spirit drawing me up into that heavenly life. It says in Philippians 3, that I may know the power of His resurrection, which He exerts over believers, and the fellowship of His suffering, and be conformed to Him. And I feel that drawing up, and then I feel His forbearing mercies, releasing me of any agitation or any kind of frustration concerning burdens I have the privilege of bearing and renewing me in compassion and forbearing goodness and gentleness. Oh, that is the communion with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is always revitalizing. It is always renewing. It is always cleansing. You cannot live in communion with the Father and not be cleansed. It's not possible. It's not possible. If you live in fellowship with the Father, it should show by you being holy and clean as He is holy and clean. Jesus said, the pure in heart will see God. Oh, I love purity of heart. I don't want to have any thought in my heart that's ungodly, unholy, or unclean. I don't want to look at anybody with any familiarity. I want to look at everybody with the heart and the mind of Jesus towards them. Oh, I, I need this every day, believe me. 
because I live in a world where people don't always dress properly and I don't want to connect with that. And I don't want my eyes to, to no, God forbid, keep me, Lord, keep me. If I feel it pulling on me, I immediately pull in and begin to pray quietly <clears throat> in the Holy Ghost. And I begin to meditate on scriptures and I feel that updrawing, that resurrection life by which he upholds me and by which power he maintains me in that communion of the eternal salvation that awaits me at his right hand. I mean, it's, I, we are to live in communion with that eternal salvation. We're to represent it in the way that we live. While we are just like any other human beings, yet we now partake of the divine nature. We now share in the inheritance of the saints. We are now enjoying the riches of the glory of his grace, the riches of his inheritance in the, in the saints. We already share it by the blood and the Spirit. Come on, get this in Jesus' name. I mean, if it wasn't for Jesus, we're dead in our sin. But because of Jesus, we share that heavenly, holy life. Isn't this just absolutely joyful? Oh, I, I, I want to see people in that beautiful, heavenly, holy life. I want to see people cleanse continuously. I want to see that cleansing. And I have faith for people when they're defiled that they'll be cleansed. The Bible says in Isaiah, look at this scripture, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. I haven't read that for, you, for a long time, probably for years. It says here, come now, let's reason together, says the Lord, verse 18. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Oh my goodness. Now how many, however deeply stained you are, you'll be washed. I have faith that when people come to church and they come to me with their deep stains and they say, oh pastor, I have this, I have that, I have this, I have that. And I say, keep coming. Every time you come, the Holy Spirit is cleansing you by the water of the Word, Ephesians chapter 5. Every time you come, you're being cleansed and washed by the Holy Spirit, cleansing you inwardly with the blood of Jesus, freeing you from the moral conflicts and agitating passions of the flesh, bringing you into communion with the Father and the Son through the Holy Spirit. Every day you get drawing nearer, you draw nearer, and you are empowered to forsake the way that is wicked and to abandon the way that is sinful and to embrace the way that is holy, the way that draws upward, the way that is to eternal life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Keep coming, keep coming. Oh, and then to see the transformation in precious people's lives. Wow. I really believe in being content continually cleansed. I do. And if somebody was cleansed, and oh, I've seen it. I can't mention his name, but there's, he's not young anymore now. He's 40 some years old, but you know, he had such a strong habit of drinking way, way too much and getting involved with, with ladies all the time. And he would call me and I'd pray for him and encourage him. And then he, I would say, come on, come to, he would come to church. And I could look at him and he's so defiled, so defiled. I mean, I could look at his face. I could see the sin in his flesh. And I would feel such compassion and I'd hug him and love on him and tell him I'm so happy to see him. Jesus loved sinners. 
And I could see, oh, the cleansing, the cleansing, the washing. Oh, I so believe in the continual cleansing. And as long as I have the privilege to be here as a pastor, I want this church to be a Holy Ghost washing machine where it's not possible for anyone to come and not be cleansed because Jesus is the redemption. He is the cleansing of all of our sin. He is the manifestation of what His blood obtained for you and me to wash us white as snow. Amen. Have a good day.